underscore, offering tips and tools in health, fitness, and mindfulness. My name is Ellie Lund. I will be your host today. And our guest today is the dynamic and lovely Ines Chuby, a French plant-based nutrition consultant who currently resides in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. Ines Chuby's work is grounded in her experience with Ayurveda, her world traveling, and her personal research on the impact of the plant-based diet. She helps women tune into their bodies and nourish themselves through plant-based nutrition and intuitive eating. I love her approach. Um, I find that she uh, helps us understand how to move away from what, we, what we're used to, eating, what's convenient, and gradually substitute it with a healthy based uh, plant-based choices. She shares her personal journey in food to identify triggers that may cause distress in the body, which really helped me think about what are my own triggers in food, and hopefully she'll do the same for you. What I really liked about this podcast is that she balances the understanding of what is nutritious with what makes us feel good. And her novel approach is so uh, enticing because she really helps us understand how to eat with curiosity in a way that helps us get to know how our body responds to food. She explores the impact of a plant-based diet on energy and digestion. I hope that all of her tools and tips are just as interesting as they were to me. I really, really uh, picked her brain about what are the staples in a vegan diet? What are the spices that make it just, you know, explode in your mouth with, with just wonderful tastes? Um, and I was very pleased to, to hear some of her ideas and also the small incremental habits uh, that build a health conscious uh, diet. I hope you enjoy this podcast as much as I did. And um, I'm very excited to introduce you to Ines Chubby. Yes, um, so I'm Ines uh, and I'm a plant-based coach. And my mission is really to give simple tools to driven, health-conscious uh, women, badass women, uh, to tune into their own bodies and nourish themselves, um, mostly through plants. So for me, I believe that uh, food is much more than just food. And food is here to feed not only our bodies, but also to feed our career and our dream life. And without the energy that the food provides us, we cannot go and, and do all of these things. Uh, as health, as I've been shown this uh, past years with COVID, how important it is to take care of our bodies. And uh, one of the things to do that is, of course, through food. So um, I've been on this journey now for over five years of eating mostly plants and I've decided to start sharing about what helped me and the struggle that I've been through um, on my platform on Instagram and then creating like programs to help and guide women uh, towards um, a way of eating that makes them feel good. I'm all about eating intuitively and teaching the tools to to do that and finding whatever uh, balance of uh, plants uh, people need in their life to to feel their best and, and go and achieve all of their dreams. Thank you so much. It's so inspiring. 
Um, I was so curious about, well, you know, I want to hear definitely about your personal journey in that. I'm very curious about how does the world traveling impact your understanding of food? I see you going through different uh, various countries. This is before COVID, I'm sure, but just going (laughs) all over over the world. And I'm sure that must have some sort of impact on your understanding of, of food and how and roots and spices and things like that. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. I think that um, everybody, of course, grows in in a household where, of course, food is present. And most of the time we just um, gravitate towards like the same dishes that we are used to making because it's the quickest, most convenient way of eating, right? Anybody who have... um, uh, I've traveled, know this, that when you travel, you not only travel with through experiences and like through the activities that you do, but you travel through the food and, and the taste. And so um, I was very lucky that early on in my life, I, I started traveling and I went on different like studies that enabled me to live abroad in, in Scotland, in New York, in Hong Kong, in Argentina, in Canada, and currently in um, Australia. And all of these countries have specific uh, food and dishes and different tastes. And every time it blows my mind that there is so many tastes that exist on this planet. And that when I look at some people that end up always eating the same dishes and and I'm like, you're missing out on so much (laughs) that life has to offer. And my mission is to show uh, the world that there is uh, so many different ways of eating plants that are like the tastiest food that they will ever eat. Like that's personally what my journey has been ever since I've been eating plant-based. I was forced to think in different ways and to look for different uh, recipes. And I, I've been forced to try new food and new veggies and new fruits and new spices Um and that has really broadened my horizon, um, not only just the traveling, but also the, the plant-based aspect. And it's, I think for me, um, the baseline is to just be curious. And when you love traveling and you go travel, you are automatically curious because you're curious to find out about what that country's culture is, the people, the food. And so um, I think, um, yeah, it boils down to that, to like just being, to being curious and, and me naturally being very curious. <laughs> uh, that has enabled me to, to taste many, many different uh, things while during my travels. That's so interesting you said that because some like when I travel, you know, some people bring back little knickknacks from different countries. I always yeah. bring back mm-hmm. the spices because yeah, they bring back <laughs> or like yeah, like the French um, French herbs of Provence or the different type of oils mm. because it reminds me of the country so well because of the smells, the olfactory sense, and it just brings me yes. back to the experiences that I experienced in that country. Wow, that's oh, I love that. Yeah, I do the same as well. Yeah. And I recommend it. It's something very small that you everybody can put in their carry on. Um, and and it enables you to experience that holiday or vacation time and time again, because it has been shown like uh, scientifically that the taste is linked to, to memory. So, yeah, totally. Hey, um, you mentioned a lot in that about plant-based. So what 
turned you on to the plant-based diet? Yeah, so my my story started um, when I was living in Argentina. Uh, at the time, I it was the first time I was working and uh, started my professional career in marketing. And I started experiencing a lot of eczema, which is a skin rash. And that is pretty painful. And, um, and I was at that time also looking to get into a healthy lifestyle because I was just out of my studies where I was partying all the time, drinking, not really working out or anything and just eating whatever was like available. And I needed a reboot. And so I was like looking into um, the internet because I didn't have like, you know, the proper health insurance. I had an international one, but it's just for emergency when you live abroad. And so, and I knew that um, every time I would go to a dermatologist about my eczema because I had it a little bit before but but really not it was not significant and it was not bothering me and every time they were like yeah just put some corticoid cream on it uh, until it goes away and that's it and then I realized that every time I was doing that the eczema would come back um, and I for me it clicked and I was like this must be this is not the solution this is not curing the root of the problem this is not curing the 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 reason why I have eczema it's curing like the eczema itself when it's here but it's not preventing it from happening to me so that's when I got curious again and decided to research online how to cure uh, eczema and I stumbled upon a few videos on YouTube about people going on a plant-based diet and and curing their eczema completely and I could really resonate with that and I was like wow I I really want to give it a go Um, but I don't know if you know but in Argentina it's a very meat heavy (laughs) culture the food is very important, just like in any country. And that's where people gather and they would gather always, always around a barbecue. Mm. And um, at that time, I was eating vegetarian at home. And then when I would be invited to a barbecue, I would eat meat. Um, but I was looking also into like getting fitter and really making sure that my nutrition was on point uh, in terms of like the, the workouts I was doing and all that. And I was starting to worry about the protein intake, which I know a lot of people are going through that when they think about plant-based eating. I was there too. I was completely lost. And yeah. I was like torn between wanting to cure my eczema and also torn between, oh, but I want to look good um, and I want to make sure that I'm going to get enough protein to build all the muscles that I'm <laughs> I'm trying to make while like working out. So um, <laughs> at that time, I actually decided that my body, the way I looked was more important. I've completely changed my view, of course, now on my body. But at that time, that's how I felt. And I decided to actually eat meat again because I was so afraid of not eating uh, enough protein. Mm -hmm. And actually, my eczema didn't uh, improve at all. It got even worse. And... um, and I, I didn't feel like great, but uh, I was just like, okay, but I'm just going to try for a few months. And then I moved to Canada uh, and I decided that this time would be the time where I would go 100% vegan for months to see it as an experiment. 
and my eczema completely went away so um at the time I was like for sure it is the plant-based diet like I need to spread the word about this this helped me so much and now fast forward like uh four years um I can look back at it and I know that plant-based uh nutrition has helped tremendously but it was not the one and only thing that helped me uh uh completely cure my eczema now I know my other triggers and like stress is also a big one and and we can talk about Ayurveda just uh after if you want but um yeah that was my journey and ever since I've been eating plant-based um I've been eating for me it's all about finding the balance that works for you and creating um a ratio of plants to whatever like meat or vegetarian whatever other diets you you feel attracted to as well uh works for you and for me I I am French I so pastries are in my DNA I love them (laughs) there is butter (laughs) in it and I will eat them (laughs) when I feel like it um I'm not so big on cheese but when I go back to France I'm gonna have a piece of cheese as well so (laughs) um so that's my my that's why I say that I'm not vegan but I am plant-based that I rely most of my nutrition on plants Mm. um and that's what I I want to promote because I know that going 100% of anything is just too drastic to me personally. Yeah. It's um it's like you're mis- you're going to be afraid of like oh but how am I going to survive without this one thing that I love uh if I can't eat it. And and so that's why I promote um um, a way for people to tune into their body it, that is intuitive eating and finding their own uh, ratio and naturally the body will be craving for the healthy food uh, on itself and that's why right now I eat I would say like 99% of the time I eat plant-based and then there is this one person here and there where like my my friend brought me a croissant the other day I was like hell yeah <laughs> thank you so much like I, I had the croissant <laughs> to go 100% one way, right? In terms of behavioral yeah. psychology, it's so yes. hard to transfer. So like doing it a little bit of the time and just gradually going into this like healthy plant-based diet, you know, maybe it's like 50% and then 60 and 70 and slowly kind of like adding on and knowing, like you said, intuitively what, what, you know, turns your taste buds on, you know, what's your epigenetic? And what makes you what, feel good. Yeah. yeah, what makes you feel good? That sounds great. So... I, I want to touch upon the idea. You mentioned Ayurveda, and that's huge mm-hmm. for me. I love Ayurveda. So yeah. how did Ayurveda play a part in your decision-making? And what was the impact of Ayurveda on your practice? Yeah, so I actually stumbled upon Ayurveda when I was living in Canada still. And I was still figuring it out because uh, I, I after that one month like of... vegan it went away but then um I it it came back a little bit but nowhere near as much as I had it in Argentina and so my quest to really curing the root of my eczema continued and and I tried 
like uh, everything you can think of, <laughs> like acupuncture, naturopathy, like yeah. Uh, like yeah, everything you can think of that is like natural and holistic. I tried, and then I stumbled upon Ayurveda, hmm. and I I did this consultation, and I just fill out a mini form, and the woman started like looking at it, and and she started describing my my personality, even though she didn't know me, and I was like, <laughs> but how do you know this? this is crazy. And she's like, yeah, it's just, I read that, give me the tools to understand your body type and, and your tendencies. And I'm like, what? And then at the time, I also just realized like a week before that tomatoes were actually really triggering my eczema. Mm. and she said oh but Ayurveda has also a food recommendation for body type and for example for you I would advise you to like um not eat too much tomatoes and I was like no 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 wait for it (laughs) you're you're telling me there is a guide that has been created like 5,000 years ago and I've been like trying to do an elimination diet for the past month that has been driven me crazy and and I just realized last week that tomatoes were triggering me and now you're telling me that without even knowing me <laughs> what is this magic like I I need to know more about this and so that's when I started uh, delving into Ayurveda and what I really love about it is that it is yeah, the, the ancient medicine from holistic medicine from India, that actually means the science of life. Um, and, and Ayurveda is um, taking into consideration not only the body and the physical symptoms, but it takes into consideration the mind and the soul. Mm-hmm. And it takes it as a whole. And so I love that approach because we're not just a body, we're not just a mind, and we're not just a soul. We are the three of them and they all interact. So um, I, I really um, delve into it, especially even more last year, because again, I experienced a lot of eczema last year because of my situation with COVID and everything. And and I started listening to podcasts, yeah. actually. And that's how I, I taught myself on my walks um, in nature with like my, my headphones on to learn about Ayurveda. And that's when I stumbled, I stumbled upon uh, Colette um, from uh, Healing Ayurveda and um, the elements of Ayurveda, sorry. Uh, elements of healing ayurveda and and then i did uh yeah a cleanse an ayurvedic cleanse and everything and it's just that ayurveda has given me the tools to understand my body um and how it works and my tendencies and how to rebalance it and so now i've decided to like incorporate it slowly and and share those tools with my clients in terms of like especially the food aspect and giving them those list of like okay first of all like let's understand your body type your constitution as they call it and then giving them uh the food list and and be like okay this start this is just a starting point it doesn't mean that you're like going to be triggered by all of these food that are on this list it's just for you to start somewhere instead of starting like okay i don't know which food could be triggering me um and so then they can just be have the awareness of like oh yeah i know i remember that food was like on that list and i just ate it like a couple of times and i feel like shit (laughs) so maybe (laughs) maybe it is triggering to me right now and and what i love about ayurveda is that 
the goal is to uh, bring balance into the body and the mind so that um, then, um, yeah, you can go on with your life and do, and do all of the things. And, and it's the food that are triggering you, they are just triggering you because you're out of balance. So it's not something, for example, tomatoes for me, if I have eczema and I have a big flare up, I'm, I know now that I'm, I'm going to avoid yeah. tomatoes because I know this is going to make it only worse. But if I'm feeling good and I don't have any eczema on my body, I can have tomato. And that was such a relief when I understood that. Um, I just wanted to explore. So, you know, the energy level because your energy is so positive and so energetic and I was just curious if you noticed mm -hmm. a difference bef uh, between uh, the time before you ate plant-based and then after plant-based diet like did you yeah. notice a shift in your energy level it's uh, so um, yeah, everybody that uh, meet me is like, wow, you have a lot of energy. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle you. Um, but that has been my case, like ever since I was born. This is just my personality. But is it true that within my body, I can, I can feel the difference. It's just in terms of like the, my digestion, you know, like how you feel lethargic after a meal. Like we all think that this is just the way it is. But it is not. You're not supposed to feel lethargic after eating. <laughs> or it's okay to, to feel a, a tiny bit because you just ate. But like, um, it, you're not supposed to want to have like a full nap and rely on coffee for energy. Yeah. Um, we think it's normal because we've repeated the pattern and we've experienced it so many times that we just think it's a norm. Um, but actually it is not. And, and the only way... To know that it's not is to actually experience a state of feeling better. And that's what I help people uh, achieve. Uh, and so once they experience that, they're like, wow, I don't want to go back <laughs> naturally. Like, you know, they, they, they're like, yeah, I want to keep on and eating this way because it makes me feel so good. And that's why they don't have to rely on motivate external motivators. You're relying on, on just like the feeling that the strong feeling of feeling good. So, um, uh, yes, I did notice the difference in terms of my digestion when like I was able to like, like I remember before um, I would eat and just be a couch potato yes. right after. <laughs> and, and now I can just like jump. Like I was able to do like even like in uh, workouts right after eating. It's not the best. Like I can still <laughs> feel the food and stuff in my stomach, but I, I have the energy. If I want to do it, I can do it. I can go for a run. <laughs> no problem. Awesome. So, yeah. so yeah. And, and that's really the big change in all of my clients uh, that I've seen. It's just that, yeah, they feel all lighter. This is, I think, the biggest thing. Like, they feel lighter because it's not, like, taking a toll on their digestion. Meat is very hard to process yeah. for the body. Uh, whereas uh, plants are not as much. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, and the combination of things, right? Like, I remember hearing about not mixing yogurt with nuts or, you know. Mm. Hey, um, 
these are yeah ayurvedic principles that help like um learn about these things that i thought was like also very interesting yeah the how to to mix and match uh the food so that um you improve the the way you digest it and make it easier that for you to digest so much sense that made just so much sense so um <laughs> yeah I was telling you a little bit before our uh, recording i was telling you a little bit about my daughter who had come home and uh started a, ve- a vegan practice and the changes that i've seen in yeah. her and just uh observing some of the recipes that you're posting on instagram i was like oh my gosh this is so amazing so if i wanted to make the switch at you know my stage in life in terms of like going into mm-hmm. a vegan practice i was curious about what do you suggest to have in the kitchen? Like, what are your staples? Like, what is it that I can do with a minimum, yeah. like three or five ingredients that I could always have around and like throw into something? Mm. Uh, so very easy. Like, uh, first of all, when anybody wants to, to make a switch, I'm like, okay, try with already something, like start from a baseline of like recipe mm. that you know. That's going to be the easiest, right? So, and then look at what you need to to swap or like uh, remove and that you want to add on something different. Um, so that's like a, a, a very simple step to, to take. And for example, if you have like, I don't know, uh, one of my clients was like, spaghetti bolognese is my favorite thing in the world. Okay, let's make it vegan then. Um, and so then I just I shared a few recipes and, and we looked what uh, could be easy to swap. And that was a great start. Um, but in terms of like staples stuff that I always have at home and that I also have like right now I'm I'm traveling um, and I just have a mini like uh, kaba bag which is my whole kitchen (laughs) (laughs) and what I always have is just like right now I have like a pack of rice so a whole grain um, and that are not too processed so rice right it's less processed than pasta pasta needs to it's wheat that has been transformed into flour that then has been transformed into pasta um it's fine but it's just that i try to to go the uh, less processed as possible uh because this is where you're going to get the most nutrient from um so uh that's one like a whole grain can of bean uh whatever bean you prefer just a can of bean um then some nuts and seeds again just pick whatever you like um and right now for example i have like a can of um uh of kidney beans and i have almonds walnuts and sunflower seeds um then spices Mm. spices is very important because then people sometimes they're like oh uh but vegan is like boring and i'm like did you even try like <laughs> to go to like a, a vegan restaurant and stuff like if you just cook and like you put a, a block of tofu in the pan yes for sure it's gonna be bland it's gonna be <laughs> disgusting because it doesn't have any taste I totally agree with that so that's why you need to know how to prepare it and you need to like marinate it and all that you cannot take it as a piece of meat it's not a piece of meat it doesn't have like fat in it and like bones and blood and all this <laughs> to give taste it's just one thing so spices are key and right now I only have um I'll have a curry spice mix um, and also like a herb mix and I have some cinnamon and some cardamom. Um, And these are my spices, but like 
I'm traveling very light right now. But otherwise, my cupboard would be filled with all of the spices. Uh-huh. This is very important. And then the other little things that I recommend to always have on hand is like a nut butter. I love my almond or peanut butter or and tahini to make oh. like dressings. Very okay. delicious. Um, olive oil, like always a ty- one type of oil at least. Um, olive oil is the one that is more versatile. So I always had this one. Uh, a can of coconut milk. Um, I like to use it for my breakfast, for my porridge or for making curries or sauces. Um, diced tomatoes. Um, I don't personally have it because for me it's triggering. So And right now I have a little bit of, a, of eczema, so I don't have it. But I recommend it because it's easy to, to use. And chocolate always have chocolate <laughs> because because chocolate needs to be a part of everybody's life uh 70 dark chocolate that's like a staple yeah. to me and some sweetener so either dates or dried fruits or maple syrup um and the last one that maybe some people don't know about if they aren't like familiar with um the plant-based world is like nutritional yeast which are like some little yellow flakes that have like a cheesy flavor. So I love to sprinkle that on my salads or to make dressings. I made a Caesar salad dressing with cashews and garlic powder and nutritional yeast and a bit of almond milk. And then uh, it was so, so, so yummy. Uh, Maybe you've seen it on my stories. (laughs) And, and so these are my staples, but, um, for you to just start very easily, I would say just like chop like a sweet potato, whatever um, veggies you like and have some sort of greens like spinach or kale and put that in a bowl and make it a Buddha bowl and then uh, make one simple dressing with like minimal ingredients. With If you have everything that I've just listed, uh, you can make so many different uh, types of uh, dressing with like um, uh, you can make like a satay oh I forgot about soy sauce but um, a satay sauce or like a cashew based sauce uh, with tahini um, or tomato sauce and then you just put that sauce on top and and you have a healthy uh, whole plant-based meal because you have your greens, you have your beans, you have the, the proteins are everywhere, by the way. They are in your greens, they are, they are in your nuts, in um, your seeds, um, in your tofu or uh, tempeh, if you like that as well. Uh, there is protein in, ve- in veggies. Um, so you won't ever be deficient in um, protein. It's not a thing. Nobody ever went to the hospital because of a protein <laughs> deficiency. And if that happened, and that the only reason would be uh, malnutrition. So that would mean that the person would not be enough uh, eating enough protein, but also not enough carbs, not enough fat. So um, nowadays, yeah, um, nobody's experiencing um, uh, protein deficiency if you have and you meet the amount of calories you mm. need for your I body. I really appreciate the way you talked about substitution because in, ter- in terms of changing behavior, it's very difficult to change behavior from A to Z, right? But it's easier to change it from A to B yeah. and from B to C. And that's what you're talking about. Yes. It's slowly substituting things like continue eating in the way that you like and flavors that you like but instead of having I don't know a creamy sauce you can have another kind of sauce that you just described and and another thing that I really appreciate that you just mentioned it's kind of like 
uh, as an artist, you know, I have my palette colors that I work Mm. with and my my kind of brushes Mm -hmm. that I work with. And the palette of colors is very similar to the palette that you just described about food and how you can mix and match the food, right? It's just a matter of like throwing things together or what feels right. But what I, this is going to sound crazy, but when I was thinking plant-based diet, I was just thinking <laughs> lettuce and celery and tomatoes. I wasn't even thinking nuts, grains, legumes. And it sounds like all of the things that you described are plant-based, plant-based. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is so much more um, than yeah what we might think initially when we think of uh, vegan um, diet plant-based diet um there is there is like an infinity of flavors and my fear in life is that i won't have enough time to taste all of the amazing food that there is on this planet i get overwhelmed by that and so see going from like the mindset of like oh there is nothing to eat to actually going to that mindset of Actually, there is an infinity of flavor and dishes that are plant-based. There are so many culture, like the Hindu culture has uh, naturally so many uh, vegan options. Um, Sri Lanka as well, um, uh, Israel. Um, and so when you start, like, uh, even at home, I recommend people to look for this type of, like, a cuisine to if they want to experience like vegan dishes without it being like live, uh, necessarily like labeled as a vegan restaurant it's just that this culture offer a lot of uh vegan options and so just get curious and, and go out to this kind of a restaurant next time and, and try out a few uh vegan dishes and and see how you like it and i'm pretty sure you're gonna be impressed and more by the the depths of flavor because um when you think about it meat is just like the meat is put on on the barbecue <laughs> and that's it like but with with veggies uh if you start with like of course a good base like organic veggies locally grown and all that they're gonna have more power nutritional power and also more taste and then if you pour in the love and the knowledge on how to prepare them with spices and all that like it can take you to another world and that's what i've experienced and what i want people to experience beautiful oh my gosh thank you so much so tell us a little bit yes, about how uh, we can contact you and how we can follow you. I follow you on Instagram. I don't, do you have other places we can follow you? Uh, yeah, so I, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm Ines, so I-N-E-S uh, underscore uh, Shubi, which is S-C-H-U-B-I. Um, so come and, and say hi in the DM. Like I, I send video messages uh, to everyone to welcome you in the community. So um, I share like daily inspiration tips uh, on plant-based nutrition, but also recipes and about just my my holistic lifestyle so if you if you want some daily inspiration and good vibes uh you can come there otherwise there is my website it's the same it's inashubi.com uh where you can learn about my different programs and i'm really excited because this year i'm going to be launching a community uh that is going to be uh around plant-based nutrition um and intuitive eating as well as ayurveda and it's all about creating habits uh, small increments 
mental habits um, so that you can take steps uh, towards um, eating and living this way that are not overwhelming and that are actually exciting and fun and going along the ride with other uh, amazing and positive uh, women that are also very driven and health conscious and want to take care of their body. So um, yeah, you can stay tuned uh, on my Instagram for that, but everything will be shared on, on my, on my website and I'll be starting also a YouTube channel, same name uh, this year. So a lot of things happening. You can, you can, uh, and choose whatever media platform uh, that uh, you prefer. I totally vouch for her. She is amazing. Amazing. Uh, I just can't thank you enough for sharing the sustainable practice that you talked about today and your energy, your positivity. Also, just like inspiring us with all your creativity and innovation. I love following you. Uh, you've got some amazing recipes there. I'm trying some out. <laughs> yes. Yay! Yes, the world travels. It's just a wonderful escape um, from reality sometimes. And also, I appreciate the fact yeah. that as a behavioralist, I really believe in changing habits incrementally and that's what you're talking about and having an accountability partner yeah. which would be you right is exactly kind of like move in the yeah. direction of health mindfulness and fitness and so i just want to say thank you so much for being here today and thank you to our listeners for uh, thank you. you know being with us uh, i'm sure uh you're going to love ines thanks ines <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much Ellie I really really am so grateful for this opportunity to to share my knowledge uh, with uh, your audience and um, if anybody has any question like please feel free to reach out um, and yeah again thank you so 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 much uh, I yes, love doing appreciate this you. and I will put all of your information in our show notes and I look forward to seeing you on your YouTube channel and I'll check out your community as well <laughs> thank you so much take care <laughs> thank bye, you bye-bye take care well i hope you enjoyed your podcast with ines chubi i found her to be incredibly creative and innovative she's super funny and relational and she's just naturally supportive and kind um i hope that you're able to connect with her i've included her contact in the show notes uh, best way to find her is on Instagram at Ines underscore Shubi. That's I-N-E-S underscore S-C-H-U-B-I. Uh, you can also find her on her website or her email, Ines at fitonveggies.com. All of those in, uh, contact uh, choices are in the show notes. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe. Uh, for more tips and tools in health, fitness, and mindfulness, download the Joy Score app. We appreciate you listening and would love to help you on your personal journey through our app and our social media. I invite you to follow us on Instagram at JoyScoreINC or on Facebook at JoyScore. Until next time, may this day bring you wellness and a deep sense of joy. Bye now. <laughs>